0: so much. Pray that you help us in this message, God, and we give you thanks and we give you praise and honor for it in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to preach a message to you today, just like Haley said on the screen, uh, the victory drought. Now begin to think about do you remember back in the days where we used to have droughts in West Virginia? Back in the summer, some of those hot summers. um, Our parents didn't have air conditioning in the house until we moved out. I think they did it on purpose to get rid of us. And every year, we got a new fan, and we would uh, lay there at night, and we would hot to death. It's the only way I could say it. Did we all that way? Anybody in the house can relate to that? You, you had a fan. All it did was move the air. And, uh, and, and so then we had... Um, those hot summers. Now, I love hot. Hot is great for me. I love that. I don't like the cold, but I like the hot. But as I began to think about this message, I began to think about, uh, about that. And here's what, here's what a drought is. And you, and you know, when, when there is a drought, the first thing they tell you is they tell you not to wash your car, you know, to, to conserve water. They, they talk about that, you know, from the news. Uh, Channels and different things. But a period, a drought is a period of abnormal dry weather that is prolonged by a lack of water that will cause imbalance to the affected area. Now think of this. I'll read that to you again. Throw it spiritual, okay? A drought is an abnormal dry weather that is prolonged by a lack of water that will cause an imbalance in the affected area. I've, I want to read you a scripture as we get into this today because I think that a lot of times people have, have misinterpreted what this scripture says. In, in Psalm 42, 1, as the heart panteth, that would be a deer that panteth away after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. So I began to, the English Standard Version says, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. So I began, that, that's one of the funniest words uh, that I think that, that you could ever hear. And it's, it's the word Pant. It's not a word that you say all the time, you know. You see your dog pant. I don't even know where it came from. Sometimes our cat, if I take my cat outside and, and he gets, starts getting hot, he'll pant. It's the funniest thing in the world to see a cat pant. And, and so I, I, thought it was, I thought it was funny. But when you think about <clears throat> why a deer pants for water, it's because it's being chased, When when you when you go through the woods and you see a deer that is exhausted, and they're panting and they're they're searching for water, um, they're being chased. When when you think of it, listen to this. And I and I don't know if you you knew this or not, but I did some research on this. That when a dog pants, except if they've been running, like you know playing and that kind of thing, if a dog begins to pant. Then they are experiencing fear, anxiety, and stress. Did you know that that a, that a dog will do that if it just all of a sudden starts panting, and there's no you know outside activity? They just begin. They're they're expressing fear, anxiety, and stress, uh, and, and so. Then the deer, when it's panting, it's being chased, it's looking for a stream, it's looking for relief, it's looking for safety. So pants my soul, David says this, so pants my soul for you, O God. So so when you are searching for living water, when you are searching for God, when you are feel like that you are being chased by the world and you're being chased uh, by, by the demonic and you feel like that you're playing uh, defense instead of offense, uh, then we have to go to the stream of living water to get help. Are you with me? And, and, and so I, I wanted you to think about today that the flowing, the flowing stream is the scripture of God. When you look at John chapter four, when you look at John chapter four and verse 14, listen to this, "But whosoever Jesus said these words, "But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall thirst on occasions." No shall never thirst again, shall never." thirst but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life i want to dissect that word uh, this scripture here because it's really good but whosoever that drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst now, the word there, Gary, means never. Never means never. All means all. Never thirst again. So you have to get out of your mindset of saying, I just feel so dry. I just feel so empty. You know, I've heard people say, I, I hear people say that if that's John Sandy's paper clip, were there you go you can have that back I was starting to get a shine off of it and and so when when you think about when you think about people who say that I feel like that God is so far away I feel like that God has left me I feel that I am so thirsty and and that I that I just don't seem I feel so dry spiritually Can I tell you something today? That's not scripture. That's not scriptural. For you to be dry and to be far away. People say this. People say this all the time. And and John and I were talking about this one day. Uh, The song that Michael W. Smith sings, uh, I'm desperate for you. Uh, You know, that that kind of thing. Look, if you spend time with somebody, you're not going to be desperate for them. You know, you're, you're not going to be desperate for him and, and, and so when I thought of that scripture and I, and I looked this up, Jesus said, and Jesus answered, let me go back to 13. It says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Whosoever drinketh the water shall thirst again. So if we're drinking natural water, we'll, then we'll thirst again. But whosoever, which you and me are the whosoever, drinketh of the water that I shall give them shall never thirst again. That means, but, but let me go a little bit farther. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him. Key word. If you are in him, the scripture says that he is in you. So, if the living water is inside of you, you, you have to understand something. Something here is this, this is not conditional. This is a way of life that the Word of God is in me. No matter what I'm going through in my life, no matter if I'm being tempted uh, by, the, by the devil, no matter if I'm, I'm going through um, issues of life, uh, this is not conditional because He is still in you. No matter if you're broke, no matter if you're rich, no matter if you're hungry, no matter if you're, you're not hungry, you're full, He is still in you, and He is in you, and you are in Him. I've heard people tell me this, that when they die and they go to heaven, they hope God uses them up. That when you go, that you're so worn out, tired, that you just can't wait to get there and you're worn out. No, no, that's not how that works. You are not supposed to run empty. We have an everlasting flow of living water that runs in us. It's there in Him. Not only is it in us, that there's a well in you. Think about it. Have you ever got the revelation on this? That there's a well in you. <laughs> that I shall give him. A well of water. That is springing up. Now. In the day of Noah. The reason why Noah got a bad rap is because he's telling people that it's going to rain. Back in those days, it did not rain like this. There was a mist that came up from the ground. If you want to know about it, John Sandy was there, he can tell you. Just had to throw that in. (laughs) It's free. And so people didn't understand it. So when you think that you have a power source of living water, not dead water, not stagnant water, I've heard people say, well, I just feel stagnant. That's not scriptural. If you're a Christian, you're not supposed to be stagnant. If you're a Christian, you don't need revived. (coughs) We don't have to have revival if we're doing it right. because revival is an everyday thing if you're walking with Jesus. You say, well, you're not where I'm at. You're not going through what I'm going through. So you have a well, which means that you have a reservoir that's inside of you that will never run dry. My grandmother, our our grandmother, Kathy's my grandmother, had a cistern. She probably had a brother too, but I'm talking about a cistern. You know what a cistern is? And this cistern was on the porch, dumbest spot to put a cistern, but they put, put it right on the porch. You had a rocking chair on one side and a rocking chair on the other. And the cistern was there and it had a cover over it. And it had a leak. It never would fill up to the, to the top because it had a leak, had a crack in the, in the, uh, in the wall. <clears throat> but not only that, she also had on the breaker box, there was a black hose that ran down through that cistern. And she could go to the breaker box when it ran empty or ran close to being empty, and she could add water to it. Back in those days, when we were kids, the water from the gutters and everywhere else would run into that cistern, wouldn't it, Carlos? And it was okay back in those days. You put a little Clorox in it, it can fix a lot of things. So not only do you have, you'll never thirst again, but you have water that he will give you that shall be in you, and it's a well of water that is springing up. So, He is the supplier of the water. We cannot survive without it. But as we express living water out to the world, then we won't run dry. We're not going to run dry. We'll always have it because that's what he said. A well, now get this. A well gets drilled as far down as a thousand feet into rock to access water. Jesus told who that he was a rock? Peter, upon this rock, I shall build my church. The church is a rock that people receive living water from. That's us. But if, if your smile's gone and your joy's gone because the devil went boo. then how are we going to express living water back to this world? What concerns me is is the church acts like the world instead of changing it. We act like the world. We're sick like the world. We have attitudes like the world. We act like the world. And we smell like the world. You say, well, I don't, but a lot of people do. This just came to me. What does water do? It cleans. It refreshes. That's what we do, is we refresh the world. We clean the world. That's what God has called us to do, is to clean the world, is to clean society, and to make a difference. If you don't like your surroundings, change it. God's given you all the power that you need. Change it. You have to allow God to drill down inside of your soul to fill you, if we got to drill a thousand feet, anybody in here ever drilled a well i, I never have you drilled a well I, I I do anybody ever drill a septic tank i I remember years ago there was a young preacher that had just come to the area. He had just come to the area, and one of the one of the the neighborhood uh misfits so to speak passed away one of the neighborhood drunks had passed away and what happened was they called the young preacher he said this fella died the funeral home's going to donate a casket and they're going to bury him out in the middle of a field can you do the funeral absolutely well being new to town he got lost And he comes upon these guys with the bulldozer. You know how like at the funerals and, you know, there's a bulldozer and all this stuff. And and so he just immediately throws on his coat. He gets his Bible, goes over and says hi to everybody, and he starts preaching. Young preacher. Oh, and he's preaching, and he's crying, and he's preaching, and, and everybody's going to heaven and all this kind of stuff. One of the guys come over to him. He said, you know what, preacher? He said, I've been digging holes for septic tanks for years, and I've never experienced any kind of service like this. (laughs) So we have to allow God to drill down inside of us so that we can be effective for Him. You have to allow God to drill down inside of your soul and to fill you with living water that will spring up. (laughs) Now, I know we all go through things. I don't wake up in a bad mood. I just don't. I, I just hardly ever am in a bad mood. I just don't do that. But there's some people who do. There's some people the devil could sneeze on you and you are in a valley for years over those things. And you gotta gotta be mature in your walk. I can understand that for somebody who may be a new convert, but for for a new Christian to, to get devil snot on you, you should be able to press through that. Because you have living water coming up out of you. The key to it is that the devil wants to put a stopper on your living water to where it doesn't flow up? <coughs> because if you're asking me, if I have living water throwing, going through me and I have living water and I have a well that's inside of me that never will run dry, never, that's what he said, not me, never, never, Jesus said that, never will run dry, then guess what? I'm set. so don't go around telling people that you're empty the only thing that you need to empty is the self life you got to get the self life out of you you got to get your way out of you James Ashworth pointed he used to point at me like that John did he ever point at you like that he said, he said brother John you got to get the self life out of you that's what he used to tell me he says you got to get self out of you, you got to get God in you, you got to just totally surrender it all. So, so if I'm allowing God to drill down inside of me, then I'm getting self out of me, which means that he's filling me with living water and I'll never thirst again. <laughs> You'll never have to be empty. God doesn't turn the life flow from heaven off to you. He doesn't turn it off. It's a constant flow. So therefore, you don't have to go through a drought spiritually. You know, there's times in our lives when we feel close to Jesus. And there's times in our lives when we don't. Can we all agree with that? But I can tell you that my Christian life is not based on how I feel. God never changes. He's always the same. He's the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. He'll never change. We're the ones that move. Don, we're the ones that move. Not not God. God's constantly consistent. He's not worried about nothing. He, He doesn't wring his hands, He doesn't have an anxiety pill, He's not depressed about anything. So you don't ever have to run empty because God is not going to turn the flow of heaven off to you. Now, I've been flying all week because I had to. And I I normally am in the studio between 5 and 6 in the mornings, uh, Monday through Friday working on the podcast for that morning, working on the Southern Gospel Show, working on the radio station, and I normally don't leave there until 11, 12 most days. That's where I work most of the time. But this week, I wasn't in the studio all week except for Friday with Pastor Jay because I knew that I was going to be gone flying all week in the mornings. So you know what I was doing? driving up the road, coming here. I was listening to the Word because I wasn't preaching the Word on the air, but I was still listening to it getting fed for me. So those who are faithful listeners and watchers of the podcast, what did you do without me this week? Were you in the Word on your own? I mean, I don't have a lot of listeners up here, but yet I have a few. And, and what were you doing? Well, John's not on today, so I guess I'll just pretend like I'm the devil and just live like it all day. Or did you get in the Word? Or did, did you listen to an old one? There's only about 900 of them out there. You've got to stay in it. Coming back... Coming back, uh, our our son and daughter-in-law have bought their first home and we went down to check it out because we're going to be helping them move uh, on May the 3rd, starting that week. So we were checking out things, getting ready and boxes and all that kind of stuff. So coming back home, I was listening to the word. And, and I could feel, when I, as I was listening to the Word, uh, Barb, I could feel uh, the excitement of the Word rising up in me. And, and, and then it was time for the prayer call. And, and so then I get on the prayer call. And, and so then we're praying, and, and I feel the Word coming up out of me. Look, I've been a Christian since I was 11 years old. I cannot go without the Word. I started this podcast because I needed the Word. Because I needed it. And man, the things that I've learned and the excitement, you know why sometimes I'm late getting, on, getting online? Normally it's 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but the reason why sometimes I'm late, because I'm so the Word, I can't stop. And it's like, wow! Have you ever wondered why many people feel close to God when He is blessing with finances, health, and achievement? That means then we're loving God conditionally. How how about this one? What about the times when the finances aren't there? What about the times when the health uh, is a struggle? What, what happens when the, time, when the sin is inviting? and you feel like that you're all alone, come on church, straighten your halo, you know that it's true, because I felt that way before in my life until I figured it out, until I figured it out, that I don't have to live that way, because there is a well of living water that is inside of me that's got to come out. So stop being an emotional roller coaster, and get, cons- get some consistency in your relationship with God. Pastor Wright always laughed about this, and and he's very careful when he stops and says, How are you doing? God never moves, He stays with you, He's closer than a brother. My goodness, I'm liable to have you out before the Presbyterians and you may beat them to Shoney's. I'm not throwing off on Presbyterians. You could use Baptists, Methodists. I come up with my own one time. The First Bath of Bepple, Baptocostal, seven-day Orthodox, Lutheranian, Mormon, Witness, non-denominational church. Can I repeat that? Sure, let me do it backwards. The first bath of Bethel, Bapticostal, seven-day Orthodox, Lutheranian, Mormon, witness, non-denominational church. I thought about that instead of the pulse, but I talked to the mayor and he said the sign would block traffic. In in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, a man, make sure, and i'm telling you right here a man that hath friends must show himself friendly and they that are friendly will stick closer than a brother god jesus the holy spirit you have the same holy spirit that i have my holy spirit is not any different in your spirit holy spirit it's not taller shorter wider skinnier the holy spirit is the same in everybody that is saved. It's the same spirit. But he will stick closer than a brother. One who has unreliable friends soon shall come to ruins. But there is a friend, and his name is Jesus. I looked up the word sticks. It was hard to find that one because when you pull the word sticks up, it pulls up trees and all this other stuff. But I, was, I started digging into it a little bit. To the word sticks means to cling. That he's clinging to us. He's close to us. And the word cling means to hold tightly to. The question is, is God clinging and holding tight to you? And when you live right, is He clinging to you? When you're not living right, is He not clinging to you? Is He clinging to you when you're living right? His cling is unconditional. And probably so that when you're out living like the devil and you're out doing things and you're disobedient, He's probably clinging to you more. As we cling to the old rugged cross. Many times people think that God's mad at them. God is never mad at you. (coughs) I want you to show me in the Scripture. Give me proof in the Scripture of the possibility of feeling dry and feeling distance from God. Now David talks a lot about it in, in, in Psalm but you'll be distant from god you'll feel dry when you're not spending time with him when you're involved in sin you can feel dry your sin your your sin may not be be lust it, it may not be adultery it may not be porn or greed, but do you know that sin can be a lack of faith and doubt? We can sin. And what doubt is and unbelief means is you don't think God can do it. You can believe Him for your salvation, but you think it stops there. And I asked you last week, how many of you feel like that you're saved? okay, we're believing God for our salvation, then why are we not believing God for our deliverance? God can't do that, can He? God can't deliver me. He saved you. The same power that saved you delivers you. The same same power uh, uh, that saves you heals you. It's not a different category. It's the same power. The same power (coughs) that saves you sets you free from addiction. It's the same power. You know, I sat down and I typed this message up on Friday morning. I didn't have a clue what I was saying. I'm typing and I'm thinking, and this thing doesn't make sense till now. (laughs) it's like it's like God I'm getting in the pulpit I got a bunch of stuff here that you gave me but I don't know I don't know God does not move makes sense to me now God God does not change his love for you does not change I will tell you this I'm not one of these preachers that's going to stand up here and say that you're never going to go through anything because you are you're going to go through things You're going to go through ups and downs within your life. But understand that God does not set off to the side and spectate and see what you're going to do. He's going to ride the roller coaster of life with you. That's how you get better. God does not change his love for you. It's us that travels to a far distant land. Why do we create an up and down Christianity mentality to sell to the world? Why do we do that? You have living water inside of you. I'm going to be happy when things go my way, but watch out if they don't. Everybody's going to know. That's the way some people are. It's like as long as I'm clipping along good and everything's good, the bills are paid, uh, the kids are home on time, everybody's happy, I'm going to have a smile on my face and people are going to know that I love Jesus. But when it doesn't, Everybody's going to know. We've got this drain in the shower, in the bathtub where I take a shower. And every so often, I guess my hair clogs it up. And the other day, It started clogging up. I kept watching it. When the water starts getting up to your feet in the bathtub, okay, it's starting to clog up. You know what I use to get that unclogged? Take a guess. Somebody. Bleach, no. Hot water? No. I use a plunger. I use a plunger, I'll, go, I'll, I'll take the plunger, <clears throat> especially when it hadn't been used in a while. You missed that, didn't you? <laughs> and I'll get, that, I'll get in that bathtub with a shower and I'll start plunging. And eventually, now this past time, it took a little while, it took about three or four showers before I got it clear. But it finally got clear and then you could see it starting to spin and starting to run and starting to be good and then, you know, the soap and all that starts running down instead of back up to your feet and you got more soap on your feet when you get out than you do. But here's the thing. (coughs) What if I don't do something about that? I'm going to be up to my knees or my shins with water that is not clean. Are you going there with me? You understand what I'm saying? We have to allow God to empty us with the filth and the attitudes and the addictions and the struggles. We have to allow God to empty us so that it'll spring up like living water inside of us. I'll leave you with this scripture today. 1 John. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. Here's where the victory of the title comes because the title is the victory drought. For whatsoever is born of God. That's amazing right there. Most of the time in the readings, you will hear whosoever. I've never been called a whatsoever. But for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Let me give you verse five Who is he that overcometh the world? but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Let me give you the next verse. I just saw this. Verse 6. This is he that came by water and blood. Even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that bears witness because the Spirit is truth. Wow. Sam, I didn't know verse 6 until now remember what I preached to you last week it's because of the blood but Jesus said it came by water and by blood living water you have a spout that will never run out never Stand to your feet and be the church. Be the church. Be the church. Because that's who you are. Change this world. Change what the devil is doing to this world. Change it. Don't sit and watch it, don't be a spectator. Be a player. Change this world. Are you going to be popular? Probably not. But there are souls in every one of our families that are going to hell, and we're not doing anything about it. We've got to make that change. Remember, you have a well, and you have water that you'll never thirst again, and it springs up. Think about this week. Tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will sum up this particular sermon and cover things that I didn't cover in the message. Um, And that's what I normally do on Mondays when when I can. So I encourage you to listen to that. Father, I've never preached a message like this. I'm so excited, God, because, mm, verse 6, how did I miss that, God? Until now that you came with water and blood and you filled us. Living water, God, that we'll never thirst again. We know that if we drink of this water that's on this earth, we'll thirst again. But if we drink of you, we'll never thirst again. God, thank you for this message. Oh, I'm so blessed, God, that you used it. And I glorify, glorify you. Lord, Lord, people are dealing with things in this, in this church service, they're dealing with Health issues dealing with different things within their lives. And God, I just pray you visit each chair, visit each soul, each person that's dealing with something. I pray even right now, God, that they feel the warmth of heaven. That your love is wrapped around them. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. There is a river that never shall run dry. And we're channeled into that river. What's your need today? Do you have a need? I ask you to come and pray. Seek the will of the Lord. Whatever you're dealing with. I guarantee you this week you're going to see some turnarounds. I, I profess that today and confess that over you and I prophesy over to you today that there's going to be turnaround. Turnaround in your life this week. I speak that over you today in the name of Jesus. There's going to be turnaround in your life today. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. The altar's open. You have a special prayer request. I feel that, that you're, you can share that. Whatever it is that you need in Jesus' name. Pray for families. You have brothers, sisters, uh, children that are lost and going to hell. Come to the altar and pray with them. Agree that God is going to bring them back into the fold in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, I praise you. God I pray for Jonathan Sandy he's coming back I pray for Kathy or for uh, for Jennifer and for Mark I pray them back to the fold I prayed this one back I prayed my daughter back I stood in the I stood in the gap for Kathy I stood in the gap for, for, for Lindsay and, and I, I said no devil you can't have him you need to point your finger in his face don't let him bully your family I remember when Kathy rededicated at Maranatha I went shouting all over that place because I've been praying for her I was burdened God brought her back if he did it for her he's going to do it for you I thought my daughter was gone forever. Man, I tell you what, I heard heaven speak to me over that. Coming back. Singing for Jesus. Jesus, do something. Do something, Father God, in these families. Thank you, God, for victory because of the cross the cross is not conditional and you are your blessings are not hindered you can be blessed coming in and going out you're the head not the tail; the lender not the borrower you are above and not beneath and the devil's under your feet look in that mirror every morning I did before I left the house this morning and I said, John Fowler, you are blessed and highly favored. You know why? Because I am. Even on the days that I don't think so, I know so. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Take me God's faithful they're coming back coming back hallelujah Jesus thank you thank you for this day thank you for what you're doing thank you for moving how worthy you are how worthy you are God doing some great things in this house around the altar right now hallelujah You have friends and family members that need to see that living water flowing out of you. Not a bad attitude, but living water coming up out of you. God, move. Move in the name of Jesus. In people's lives today. Right now around the altar. We come into agreement with what you're doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Praise you God Some others come around Kelly and Don over here and pray Some ladies come over here and pray with them Love them That's what we do You pray You believe God Thank you Jesus Everybody feels led just to come behind. Come behind Jacob, pray for him. i so- Sam I felt there when I was praying for you I felt a release I, I felt a I felt like that there was there was a release of a burden that you had been carrying that was released right there give God praise in the house for that yeah I felt that sometimes we carry things sometimes we have to that's just the way God works but sometimes it's it's time to release it and So not only did he heal his ears, but he released that burden in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God is faithful. He's a faithful God. Man, I tell you what, change the world. Change the world. You're the church, the most powerful identity that ever existed. That's you. Change the world. Next Sunday morning, or Sunday after church, uh, Barb is going to the uh, courthouse in Sutton, right? Right? Where was the other place? So, so been to the, um, been over here in Gasaway. What is that called over here? The community building. Yeah, and, and, and then the uh, high school, uh, praying over the high school, and then uh, the courthouse in Sutton next Sunday after, after the Pulse experience. If you can make it, go. We are changing lives. We may not see it yet. But we're we're going to see it changing lives in Jesus' name. Have a great day, everybody. Love you. Love you so much. Thanks for being here.